Farming is a great way to live. The blue skies, the fall months of bringing in the harvest, the sentimental picture-taking of your children sleeping in the tractor cab. You know, all that crap. Well, you can check that garbage at the door and crack a beer, because we ain't playing on this here podcast. We're the uncles that not only think before we speak, realize it's probably inappropriate, and then say it anyway, because we are the Dryline Farmer Podcast. Now a member of the Global Ag Network. And we are back for this week's episode of the Dryline Farmer Podcast. I'm excited to have a great, a great subject matter this week. We've got wine and we've got milk and we're talking about both. And it's not at all what you'd think when you're talking about wine and milk. Landon, how's it going? Oh, it's going good, Brent. How are you? A whole lot better than I was last week because I made it through another week. So we're great there. But yeah, this is the Dryline Farmer Podcast. We are so excited. Everybody's been listening and downloading this thing. And listening to all the other great podcasts on the Global Ag Network, which we are members of. And uh, while we're talking about that, we hadn't mentioned lately where you can find this podcast. Before we go any further, that's uh, iTunes and Google Play and SoundCloud and Stitcher. And, and of course, a big one is my Twitter handle. That's at Trader Brent, where I... Where it gets released out uh, every Wednesday morning, and then Landon always retweets his on his handle. At no twit landing forty four, and that's where you can find it. You can also find it on our Facebook page. We've been uh, getting a few more hits on that bad boy, and uh, getting a little more uh, going there at the Global Ag Network. We're excited to be a part of that. And but this week, we yeah, we're talking wine and milk. A couple different stories you probably you probably heard of. They're kind of wacky stories. We kind of gotten in the mood where we like to talk about a little little whacked out stuff. Um, lady gets a just uh, mixing in a Pringles can wine and walmart and do all that in the morning and uh, see how things turn out and for our second story um there's a tennessee senator state senator that's wanting to ban make uh, le- uh he wants to make it illegal for people to drink raw milk from their own cows i mean i thought this was america damn it so we're going to talk about those two great wonderful stories that are actually really i mean they're kind of both related to agriculture obviously the the cow one is but i mean you're not going to walmart and you're not drinking wine without farmers so there you go. Here is a great uh, what checkoff. Uh, we need some checkoff dollars in this podcast. I'm going to start applying for a little promotional ad from the uh, the uh, raw milk drinkers checkoff program or something. Maybe for the Dryline Farmer podcast. I don't know. It's in the works. But uh, before that, uh, we'll have that. So we'll have that in our main segment. But first of all, I needed to get a couple things off my chest and uh, ran across. To, went to the hardware store. Actually, I went to the hardware store three out of the five days of the weekdays this last week, as most people do. And uh, doing a little barn work, working on some tin, and uh, going to the good old Jibos there in Hereford, Texas. I don't know. I think Jibos landed. Is that what? That's probably just Texas Panhandle. Maybe just Texas. Yeah, probably. <clears throat> no, there's one. There's one in Hereford. There's a couple. There's one in Amarillo. Well, there's a couple in Amarillo. Anyway, it's our local kind of farm ranch. You can get anything from your fencing to your uh, 
wardrobe. Hell, you can get Wranglers there to get old Jeebos. Anyway, so I walk in there, and I am the only customer at the time. Walking through, I get down the center aisle. Great people that work there, and they're always very clean and always very well kept. But I go through about four aisles, or down the center aisle, then I get to my aisle where I'm looking for some sheet and screws, and uh, all of a sudden I get a pretty stout whiff. And I, it's pretty, I mean, it's, it's pungent landing is what it is. It's, it's not a lovely, it's not a very nice bouquet. I mean, anyway, I just realized that I walked through a trail of BO that somebody had left lingering from the, la- I guess it was from a customer's all I can figure. And I know I went, I wasn't going down like the chemical aisle or I wasn't going down like the, you know, where they have the fly traps and maybe somebody accidentally punctured a, <laughs> punctured a pouch of that, the nastiest stuff that you can ever imagine smelling is that, fly bait but no this was bo and this was like the ultimate bo so i it's almost like where you have to like like swim through the the fumes of it it was it was pretty epic i mean you weren't there that day this was a wednesday i think no i didn't go there that day because i know i know weekdays aren't your days to shower so i was just (laughs) gonna make sure you hadn't already made a who who has a time i mean you know at this day and age you got so many things you got to get done that uh, <laughs> the stupid office is on. They're blowing breath in each other's face. Anyway, uh, yeah. So, um, guys, this is the heck. We're almost to 2020. We're less than a year away from 2020, and there's still people with bo trail leaving bo trails. And uh, it's we we there was always a couple guys you know back in high school I remember wore the same T-shirt every day and I mean he just it was like pig pen with the little cloud that walked around <laughs> you remember wearing like yeah, a, and the Charlie peanut, Brown yeah. Charlie Brown the peanuts uh, deals and just had a great little I mean this is Hereford Texas and we're kind of known for our uh, not polluted air but um, air filled with aromas we've got feed yards we've got ethanol plants we've got dairies let's see we've also got what a hide plant we've also got a rendering plant. And they all just really want to make you go bathe in some dirt. Brent, what do you think somebody could have been working on that that could go to Walmart for parts? I mean, go to Jibos for parts and stink it up that bad. I mean, I I don't want to say roofers because that's a little too presumptuous. And maybe maybe the especially, dead, especially in the cooler weather. I would think a dead animal truck driver's nostrils would get pretty uh, immune to most smells, wouldn't you? I would think so. I've been I've been begging to Landon to let me do a, a smells on the farm, the smells that I love, the smells that I hate, but he's still not into it yet. But while we're on the subject, the worst smell, and y'all can tweet at us, tweet at us your favorite smells on the farm, but the worst smell ever in my entire life, I will never forget. I was in my pickup on the highway, and there was a there was a dead animal truck, semi. This wasn't one of those little tandem deals. This was a semi, you know, 50-foot. It was an open-top trailer. Like it's kind of like a Silas trailer, and this thing was turning the intersection, and they won't. Of course, they can't go through town. You're not supposed to anyway. So he was making the bypass, and this guy turned the corner off of US 385, which is you know a pretty busy highway, and onto one of our farm to market highways. And this guy, the smell in this like why there's like like there's not anything to break the wind. So uh, other than this truck. Now, like there's no trees, there's no buildings, so it's open air as you can get. And I have never been in an open air space where a smell lingered. This guy had a full truckload of dead hogs. Uh, I saw all I saw was a whole bunch of legs sticking up out of the top of the trailer. It wasn't covered, obviously, or anything. It wasn't cattle, and this was dead hogs. And I mean. This smell lingered. I mean, obviously, I didn't hang around too long, but this is right at our elevator of Hereford Grain Corporation. So I was about to file a complaint against them for letting that stuff uh, go by their property. 
Especially since I'm an owner because I'm a co-op member. There you go. <laughs> and uh, anyway, so obviously the BO doesn't hold a candle to uh, <laughs> to the the dead hog wagon because we have dead animal trucks going all over the place, uh, picking up dead calves and stuff and everywhere. But you folks up there in the Midwest have got those hog plants, and I don't know what kind of dead animal um, pickup y'all services y'all have, but uh, down here at Hartford, Texas, we got the big old. Um, um, Oh, pet food plant that, that well, actually they don't render them anymore. They use different ingredients allegedly. But yeah, the worst the worst thing we ever smelled was because we lived out pretty close to that plant. They were burning chicken feathers one night in the summer, and we had windows open, and we had to. It was oh, it was gross. I think my mom got sick. It was disgusting. Oh, was it? Does it smell like any? Does it smell like burnt hair or what? I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. it it's bad though. Oh, burnt chicken feathers. That's yeah. That's like a oh, Ron Burgundy or no, not Ron Burgundy. One of the guys that puts on that um, cheat. What is it? Uh, the cologne he puts on to go. Oh, tra- sex Panther. Sex Panther. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Does it smell like Sex Panther? <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway well that yeah so that was a great and wonderful deal so guys uh you know if you're not gonna bathe at least you know throw on a couple couple uh layers of of you know some deodorant somewhere you know a little old spice a little musk or something i mean damn it's yeah, just next, next thing you know you'll be smelling like potato salad it's been sitting in your car all day <laughs> that's right yeah <laughs> that's a little dicey that potato salad doesn't have a very long shelf life and landon i'm also kind of nervous right now i've been working on a half gallon of milk that expired on the 11th. And every day, it's the 15th as we record this podcast. Mm. Every day I go to that deal and I, I mean, I always give it a whiff. I mean, are you already predisposed when you're smelling a milk carton that's already, that's got a, you know, born on day or not the born on date? I guess the milks are dead by dates, aren't they? Bud Light's got the born on dates. Anyway, uh, so I mean, when you smell it, you're automatically expecting a sour milk smell. You know, I know Jerry Seinfeld did a whole new routine on a on a you know on expired milk, but it's twelve eleven, Landon, and I'm still going on it. Reason I'm still going on it because well, I didn't have cereal in the pantry for about five days, and uh, so I didn't use that milk up. So that's why I'm still working on some uh, twelve eleven or one eleven. Twelve oh one eleven. Oh, sorry, God. yeah, God. no, I'm not that brave. One eleven nineteen. Yeah, no, they don't have the year on it, but yeah, one eleven. I'm sorry. Yeah. You'd, and, be, you'd be eating that with a fork and knife. And so now, you know, into. What makes it even worse is, is I went and bought a half a gallon of milk. And yeah, I noticed you drink two percent. Where do you yeah, go? Is that because you think you're fat? Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, but so now I've got two things working against me. Not only am I taking my life in my own hands by drinking this four now it's I'm going on four days past the expiration date. Now I've got another jug of milk that's labeled one twenty and it's already the fifteenth. <laughs> I don't know about you. But I feel like I'm in the biggest pickle of my life. Do I overload on cereal? Because, I mean, I can't hardly pour it out because I've got two boxes. Now I've got two boxes of Cinnamon Toast Crunch just for that reason because I got the family pack. <laughs> so I've got two boxes, and they get, you know, they knock off a dollar at Walmart if you get the two for. Well, if it starts smelling like a pickle, I would, <laughs> I, I'd go ahead and throw that one if out. It, if it's got the consistency of a pickle, I'm throwing it out. A, pick, a pickle milk is not, is not up my alley. So, uh, yeah, that's a, that's a great, wonderful thing. You know, another thing, I mean, I know I'm 30, I'm, I'm crowding 38 in here in a month. And, uh, so I realize I'm supposed to be at that maturity level, but I can't just get, 
I mean, everybody plays it pretty straight in the hardware store, but there is so much nomenclature to the hardware store that has so many innuendos that I can't get over. So, because especially when I go in there for like some metal plumbing and I always have to get like a six inch nipple, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I just, it, it's the damnedest hardest thing in the world for me to keep a straight face because Jibos has mostly all ladies working in there and I just can't say nipple in front of them. I'm too much of a gentleman. That was a good lead in. We're talking about expired milk right into, right into metal nipples i'm all about segues in this episode landon but so yeah you got you got the nipples and what else do you got i mean of course all plumbing is all either male or female you know Mm -hmm. you know you know i'm just i'm just glad they don't make like a some type of piece of pop that's named foreskin you know yeah you don't you don't have a lot of male on male when it comes to plumbing no (laughs) yeah i know i mean you got you got male to female adapters and you know it's just, I mean, if that's not a biology lesson in, in, in life, I don't know what it is. Just go, just go try to, uh, put together two, uh, male threaded ends and, uh, and a slip joint. You could learn a lot from a, from a Jibos. That's right. You, that you, you hit, you learn life in there, Landon. You Speaking learn. of Jibos, I looked it up. There are two locations in New Mexico. Nice. Where at? Clovis and Lovington. I'm thinking we need to go for a sponsorship, Global Ag Network. How about it? There you go. How about it? We got a tractor supply, but, I don't know. You know, the whole Amazon thing, it just made me less and less. There's just a few places I like to go into. And Jibos is one of them because they're just so damn nice. And they've always got hot popcorn in there. And you just go back behind the deal and, uh, you know, help yourself to a bag. At least I do. And plus one of the gals that works there goes to our church too. So it kind of all works out. But, um, yeah, so. The Amazon, it kind of it hurt. It hurts your conversational skills in the hardware store. But guys, we're gonna move on. We have got milk. That's the segue, and we've got wine in a Pringles can. And um, I still, I don't think we've gotten our sponsor lined up yet, but uh, I know we've got one. So you're gonna hear all that. Plus, Radar Ricardo is gonna give his forecast for the week. It looks like it's a little up and down, but nothing too exciting. Well, hopefully, he'll give us a little more insight onto what him and Diego have been up to, and um, we'll have all of that wine and milk. And Brenton landed right after this. And now this week's market report with Miss Maybelline Connell, trader on the Chicago Mercantile Exchange. Okay, I told you. I, I give, give me ten and two, two and a half. I sold, sold you, cracker honky. Hello, Brent. This is Maybelline Connell coming down to you here from the Chicago Mercantile Exchange. I'm here with. Uh, CME commodities, I know it matches the same thing as the exchange, but we, we're not very original down here. We just like to make some money. Brent, we got your market report this week. We're going to go ahead and start in there with that livestock report. Crazy, crazy uh, honky spreads on the front end, Brent. They're bulls spreading like a son of a bitch in a wheat pasture. We got them, we got them spread apart. We got them right where we want them, Brent. And Daryl, Bradley, you get that honky, you get that honky ass back in that pit. And uh, down in the feeder cattle, they're spreading people left and right, Brent. I don't even know what the outright prices are because all I've been doing is the spreads. We move over into that grain pit, and Brent, it's just a damn bloodbath over there, Brent. We got all kinds of red on the screen today. We got corn down seven. We got bean. We got beans down. We got beans down honky like a, a honky gambling in a poker tournament. They're down twenty cents. We got wheat as oh, well. Hell, wheat's always down seven cents. And let's see, moving over into the soft, we got some OJ. Who chills trades that damn stuff? OJ's down about one dollar a frozen ton. Uh, this got trading places in here. I wish I could. I, if I got a hold of that Eddie Murphy, I'd show him a one-two. That's right. And then over in the cocoa and the in the sugar, they ain't doing much. I like. We already got that number eleven sugar and what is it? I don't know. I just I'll give you some sugar, Eddie Murphy. And then finally, over Brent, 
Right over there in the equities, it's just kind of all over the place. We got that honky in the wide house. He's, cre he's creating just utter havoc and utter pandemonium here in this equity market. Brent, we're here. We're, we're excited to be a sponsor of the Dryline Farmer Podcast. And uh, even though you're a couple of honkies down in Texas, we still kind of like you because, uh, you know, you get the message out and you're a, you're an equal opportunity hater. Brent, this is Maybelline Connell coming to you live from the Chicago Mercantile Exchange. This has been the Market Report with Maybelline Connell. Hey, Vato, this is a, a Radar Ricardo de la, de la Serio bringing our Dryland Farmer podcast weather update. Vato, I'm not going to lie, man. We had a we had a pretty hard weekend, man. We lived it up pretty hard, and, and we didn't sleep very much. So, man, I'm kind of hungover, man. Man. I feel awful. It feels, it feels like Michael J. Fox just pulled out my catheter, man. That it, 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 he's got all the chicks and everything, man. It makes me feel all. It makes me feel queasy down there. Oh man, I, oh, oh man, Bato. Anyway, let me get you the forecast today. It's like Wednesday, man, and it, it's not gonna be only Wednesday. It's gonna be Win Wednesday. You get it, Bato? Ah, ah, ah. Bato, it's gonna be like 68 degrees or whatnot, but it's gonna be like pretty windy. There's gonna be a red, 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 red flag warning. I couldn't find the sound effect. But tomorrow it's gonna calm down, be like 62, Friday 60. And man, Bato, it's gonna be just in time for the weekend. It's gonna be 44 on Saturday with a chance of snow. 56 on Sunday, that's kinda like your snow weather. And then 60 on Monday, and then Bato down again, like Diego's sister this weekend, eh, Bato? Huh? Hey, 39 degrees, Bato. It's going to be a cold Tuesday next week. Hey, that's when y'all record next week's podcast, right? Uh, Bato. Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah, Maybelline Connell with CE Me Commodities. She's uh, They're our sponsor this week, man. I'm surprised there's anybody even left down there, man. Uh, it must be just like her and like the janitor or something and maybe a couple of... She always calls them honkies, which I find politically incorrect, Bato. But I feel so bad right now, I don't really give a shit. Well, Bato... This is uh, Radar Ricardo de la Serio. Back to you. Hey, Vato, man, I need some Advil and like a, like a shot of Red Bull or something. Yeah, man, Vato, I feel like my noodle got run over by a shot. All right, thanks, fellas, and uh, another great forecast as always. We uh, Maybe we'll get some uh, precip in this forecast. Man, I was looking at the... Uh, like that five to seven day deal that I always uh, watch during the summertime, the accumulated precip. And like, I had no idea, like, uh, I guess I can't remember which valley it is in California, but they've had like, they've been in like the 10 inch rain for like two or three weeks, like accumulated rain. Of course, Oregon and Seattle, they get the rain, but just unbelievable how much rain they must be getting. But nonetheless, maybe we ought to send Ricardo out there on a, on location deal or something and, um, and uh, get a little report from him. Maybe he can go visit some of his cousins. But, hey, we are talking wine and milk on the Dryline Farmer Podcast. I thought we'd class it up a little bit. I mean, you do have a... A woman, after all, drinking from a Pringles can. You gotta have the classical music. Alright, we've got wine and milk on the brain, so let's get right into it. What do you want to do first, Landon? Why, let's do the wine. That's just too hard to pass up. Oh yeah, let's do the wine. Wine, oh. and, wine and Walmart. Landon, why don't you start? This is actually out of Texas. Out of no, uh, no place less than 
Wichita Falls, Wichita Texas. Wichita Falls. Yep. So, Used to be the home of the old Dallas Cowboys training camp. Very nice. Until yeah, when it's 118 degrees, and this, that's a great place to train your multi-million dollar, uh, multi-million dollar football players. Yeah. So yeah, we're gonna go to Oxnard. Okay. We went to, uh, we found this on the, on NorfolkDailyNews.com. And, um, it was a great title for the, um, great title for the article. Moron of the morning. Woman gets banned from Walmart for, okay, Wichita Falls police received a, this needs to be that red flag warning, Lenny. I'm gonna have to get that, uh, drop here in a minute. Wichita Falls police received a rather unique call Friday morning involving a woman drinking wine in a Walmart parking lot. All right, Landon, first of all, what kind of wine? Because the story doesn't say. What kind of wine do you think it is? I think it would have to be a white. A white? That early in the morning? Yeah. You don't think it's a Boone's Farm? <laughs> I think I don't think you'd pour I don't think you'd pour Boone's Farm out of the bottle into a Pringles can. Well, all wines are what uh, you're what wouldn't you pour into a Pringles can, Landon? <laughs> I mean, maybe what, box so wine. you're so what you're so what you're telling me right now is Boone's Farm is too good for a Pringles can. Yes. Man, it, it doesn't get any cheaper than Boone's Farm. I'm more concerned about what type of Pringles can you would want to use. For well, wine. now if it was a see now how many flavors does Pringles come in? Twenty nine. Twenty nine flavors. Yes, I'm thinking it would have to be salt and vinegar. So if it's if it's salt and vinegar, you have to go with a white, don't you? I would think so. I mean, if it was a barbecue Pringles, I'm thinking more. I mean, obviously, you kind of got to go red wine. That's a red. I yeah. mean, maybe not a cat. Maybe even a Merlot with a barbecue. Uh, you know, Landon, what we need to pull up all the different Pringles flavors. I Let's, got them. All right, yeah, give me some flavors, and I'll tell mm. you the wine that goes in the bottle. I've even got them ranked. Okay. Maybe a Pringle Digio. Just kidding. Uh, oh, oh, you're a you're trying to think of a wine. A kind of what's a wine connoisseur? Pinot Grigio or whatever they call a it. A Pinot Grigio. No, what's a uh, what's the wine connoisseur? Um, a Merlot. No, uh, a sommelier. I had to actually look it up. I did know it, but um, yeah, wine sommelier. Okay, Landon, give me some Pringles. Give me some Pringles flavors. Okay, I'm just gonna run through a few. You got your multi-grain sour cream and onion. I'm, okay, how, it's multi-greens. Uh, I think, I would think any onion's still white. I mean, unless it's a real hard red onion. I'm gonna go with a, uh, I'm gonna go with a dry or chardonnay on that one. You think she, I, I just don't see her drinking chardonnay in the parking lot. I'm gonna take your word for whatever you say. Okay, keep going. I'm, I'm liking it. Extra screaming dill pickle. <laughs> oh, that's Boone's Farm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pizza? Pizza. <laughs> Pizza flavor? No, you're getting more into the reds. I'm gonna say maybe a knife. I don't know. Is a Pinot Grigio? I can't remember if that's a. I can't remember if that's a red. I don't think it is. But uh, keep going, Landon. Get get me a get me a harsh one. Honey mustard. Honey mu- Oh, definitely a Merlot. That's a Merlot. That's got Merlot all over it. So we've got a few in there. I'm not thinking boom. I'm thinking she's got some uh, Franzia. I mean, I, I'm sure she just stuck that Pringles under the tap of that Franzia box and just went to pouring. I mean, or maybe she did what we did in college, took the bag out of the box and just sat in a circle and squeezed it into everybody's <laughs> mouth and called it a fraternity party. I so, wondered why you couldn't think of that word. I know. Yeah. You know, four years of a, of a division one school and I still can't knock it out of the park. Okay. So continuing on in the story, employees requested officers to ban a woman from the local Walmart store after she reportedly had been drinking wine from a pingle, 
a Pringles can, a Pringles can for several hours while riding on an electric cart. Yeah, and this is at nine in the morning, so she'd been out there since six in the morning. The question is, is how? Old, I guess the battery was fully charged on the on the on the little electric cart. I guess so. Now somebody must. You, th- you think she went in and got it, or somebody actually leave it in a parking spot? You know, even even on those, people can't people can't put those up in the in the car no. rack. Sons of bitches. <laughs> The incident began shortly after 9 a.m. Friday went off. At least it was on a Friday. I mean, it'd be one thing if it was like a Tuesday morning. But, um, is that on the weekend early? Yeah, 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 you know. Friday, when officers responded to a call to check on a suspicious person in the parking lot of Walmart, Officer Jeff Hughes, a spokesperson for WFPD, uh, said police were told by dispatchers that they were looking for a woman wearing a blue jacket and a black pants. Apparently, some lady drinking out of a Pringles can in a wheelchair is not a good enough description. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. I would think that would kind of give it away. You don't really have to really go into the whole shirt and pants combination. Yeah, that's kind of like on Three Amigos when they're, they come up to the singing bush. Excuse me, are you the singing bush? <laughs> yeah. And it's singing coming around the mountain. Finally, they're like... Oh, screw it. I, my guess is this is a singing bush. That's that's what always bothered me about ambulances. And I don't know, everybody's probably noticed that they, on ambulances, they always have ambulance spelled backwards on the front of the hood. Cause when, so when you look at it in your rearview mirror, it comes out right as if the blinking lights and screaming siren doesn't give it away. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've always, I'm like, oh, if it wasn't for that, if it wasn't for ambulance spelled out the correct way, I would have never known to pull over. Yeah, if you've got if you've got time to read that one with one of those screaming up your backside, then. <laughs> yeah, you're just you just picture you're cruising down the highway. It's like, Dad, there's an ambulance. I, I don't believe it. Wait, what? <laughs> what? And well, I'll be damned. <laughs> okay, so the woman was reportedly riding on an electric shopping cart, more commonly used for people with physical limitations. Uh, I would think this lady would probably qualify. Chances are. I bet she doesn't weigh under about two and a half bucks. Probably she's, I'm sure she's a $3, $3 menu. I mean, she ate a whole can of Pringles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You thought, yeah, she probably started off with a full can anyway. Uh, officers were also told she was drinking wine uh, from a Pringles can. So we knew that. Okay. Okay. So the spokesman said the reporting party said the suspect had been riding around in the store's parking lot since 630 a.m. while drinking the alcoholic beverage. When officers arrived, they found the woman in a nearby restaurant, at which point she was notified that she had been barred from the Walmart location. So, Landon, do you think after this, did they, how did they know not to let this woman in? Like any Walmart in the country, did they put like a scarlet letter on her, on her jacket like that chick in that, uh, the crucible? Brent, Brent, that's where the, the, Black pants, blue shirt. Oh, okay. <laughs> you see anybody here with black pants and a blue shirt, you do not let them into the Walmart. So, uh, being banned from Walmart, that's gotta be a pretty hard deal to, to live through. I mean, you know, you got sex offenders out there that can't go places. I would say being banned from a Walmart's gotta be up there at the top of the list. I mean, you can get on the website, people of Walmart, and see the people that aren't banned from Walmart. <laughs> but what begs, what I want to know. You're not talking is, about the kids missing posters, are you? I'm talking about like, no, I'm, yeah. I'm talking about the fat people in the skin colored leggings. Oh, yeah. But <laughs> you hope they're leggings and yeah, not actually skin. I mean, yeah. But this woman, it doesn't sound like she cares if she can get in the Walmart or not. She just wants, is she still allowed to be in the parking lot? The question is, is where is the video? Because it's, as it says in the article, they said she had been riding around in the parking lot since 630. And it's now it's nine and they're just now calling the cops. No kidding. I mean, talk about white privilege. Jeez. 
And I don't even know what color of person this is, but I'm just guessing she was white. I wonder if she got the governor taken off that thing. <laughs> yeah, she, I know she's, she must have carried an extra battery with her or something. But, uh, so she drinks out of a Pringles can. God almighty, would you like to get the side of her Tupperware collection at home? <laughs> Good gosh, she's probably eating cereal out of a, <laughs> out of a, out of a pint Ziploc bag. Probably out of the box. <laughs> That's right. Oh, geez. Well. You know, some people think they have bad days, and then there's other people that are in Walmart Park. I guess that's what happens when your meth high finally wears off. You go to drinking uh, drinking Boone's Farm or Franzi out of your Pringles can. I bet she wouldn't worry about milk that was four days past six. Uh, <laughs> she ain't. I guarantee you, she ain't nervous about shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now moving forward, we're going up this uh, social ladder a little bit, and we're moving on. Well, is milk... Raw milk, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, I don't know if it's a step. We're just going to go a step over. We're not going to step up or down. Uh, and this is getting into the legal section of our pro- uh, podcast. Um, a Tennessee senator in Tennessee, nonetheless, is a pro- trying to pass a bill where it bars people from drinking raw milk from their own cows. And for some reason, I uh, X'd out the story here, so I am going to pause here and find it for a second. Okay, now I went through one website and it, it's, it's an opinion website and it's, I'm sure a lot of people have probably heard of it. I don't know if they have or not, but, uh, the lunatic farmer, I was going to go off of that, but that looks like it's all opinion and I'm not too sure what that guy's all about. So I went to a, uh, proven source, the Tennessean.com and I guess it's a newspaper where they still put ink on newspaper and, and mail it to people, but the Tennessean.com, uh, the title of this story is, Oh, well, actually, there's they kind of milked it all together, no pun intended. Uh, sports betting, no vaping in zoos. We might have to cover this whole story, Landon. Wrong, because, I mean, God knows there's a problem of secondhand vaping in zoos. Those damn giraffes are going to, good God almighty, just animal cruelty. And raw milk reg- regulation. Okay, let's. we're going to skip on down. If we got time, we'll pass the other ones here. Okay, uh, let's see. Phase out of professional privilege tax. No gun permits, prohibition on milk consumption through herd shares. All right. While current laws allow for those with independent or partial ownership of a cow to consume the animal's milk, the bill takes away language allowing that to take place through herd shares. The legislation would now only allow an independent owner of a cow to legally drink their presumably unpasteurized milk. I would think... Um, why do they have to put presumably in there? Do cows now have onboard pasteurizers? <laughs> I mean, do they, I mean, I, I have cattle and I don't see any of them carrying a backpack anywhere, you know, but I mean, between the bag and the udder, it's just, I don't see it happening. Now that may be something we may have to clone or not clone, but we may have to GMO a cow that can pasteurize its own milk. Is that, is that where you got to put a different kind of tag on their nipple? <laughs> on one of their udders? <laughs> <laughs> nipple tag, nipple yeah. tags on a cow. I don't know. That makes them less productive in my mind. FDA approved milk. There you go. There you go. So, Landon, how do you, my, the biggest first question that came to mind on my deal is how do you think they're going to enforce this? I mean, basically, I mean, if you want your own milk out of your own cow, well, not your own milk out of a cow, I mean, it's pretty much just you and the cow in the barn unless, you don't ask the cow's permission, and you're taking advantage of it. Maybe there's not many there people a, that that can't that can't milk their own cow without putting it on Facebook. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Somebody puts a bowl of lumpy milk. Now that landing, I don't care if it's ten days before the expiration date. I'm not drinking that. Yeah. But uh, so yeah, it's. I mean, it why may, is this an issue? 
Why is this? Yeah, exactly. Well, because somebody's drinking unpasteurized milk. But uh, I guess he's wanting to protect the rest of the country. I mean, we just got through talking about how about we ban drinking wine out of Pringles bottles in the morning in front of Walmart. How about that? That's a good start. That lady didn't even get arrested. Yeah, she all she got. Well, I don't know what's worse, getting banned from Walmart or getting arrested. I don't know. But what what's he protecting everybody from? This guy's unpasteurized farts. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, we do have a global warming problem, according to some people. Let's see, Landon. Uh, we can find some. Uh, we can find some more uh, storyline here. That guy's got a pretty short little, uh, pretty short little uh, article about it. Um, it's got the actually got the text of the article. But uh, here's look at this herd share thing. How much do you think it costs? Because you can, if you buy a share in somebody's cow or goat, you can drink the milk from it. How you, much? How much do you think a share of of somebody's cow? How much would you sell me? A share of one of your cows, if I wanted to drink some well, milk. Well, now I mean, it depends. Are you are you selling it by the udder? I mean, is it, basically, I mean, it's only fair if you sell it by the quarters, you know. Because <laughs> yeah. I mean, a, a cow's got four quarters, you know, and half the time, except that one little guy in the back there, you know. I just want to get my hands under your cow bread. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was like, if, and if I get a cow that tastes like he's been in an onion patch, I don't, yeah. <laughs> I don't want it, any part of it, but. I mean, so you've got time shares. I mean, I mean, these are herd shares, but you got utter shares, teat shares, you know. I'd be an utter delight if you'd sell me a share. <laughs> oh, no, here we go. Okay. Let's just say I show up to your farm. I've got my, my Nestle strawberry milkshake in <laughs> a glass and I just want to fill it up. How, how, how much for a share? <laughs> I guess it depends on the production of the cow. I'm going to say you're, I'm going to give you 50% of, no, hell not 50%. I'm going to give you about 25% and no possession of the cow. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> because if no, if there's nothing more than uh, that uh, breeding stock owners love is to sell a cow, but you have 0% possession of the animal. Exactly. You can only, you only have the rights to come. <laughs> If it's a bull, you'll have the rights to get it jerked off at your convenience. <laughs> but, or, so at least this cow, you know, you're only milking it. I wonder what the punishment is. Could you imagine like milking a cow or a goat to to drink the milk and a cop shows up behind you? I know. I mean, what you yeah, doing there, boy? <laughs> I mean, if I ever see that on live PD, I am completely oh, infringing on their copyright, recording it and planning on the playing it on this podcast. You're not planning on drinking that unpasteurized milk, are you? <laughs> what were you? No, I was just holding it for somebody, sir. We caught you teat handed. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you got a mustache there, buddy. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. And, uh, you know, not only cows, but goats, uh, did it say sheep, maybe? Yeah. I mean, you're really, I mean, I know there's more than one way to skin a cat, but to herd share out a goat, that's cutting the pie slices pretty thin in my mind. Yeah, I don't, I don't know it. And I think what it would, goats, they just, do they have halves or do they have quarters? I'm not a goat. I'm not a goat sommelier. Never, never milked a goat. Yeah. What would go good with, uh, unpasteurized goat milk? A good, a good hard brie? Oh, <laughs> I don't know, maybe a Swiss. Just some un- unpasteurized goat cheese. Yeah, I guess so. Well, yeah, hey, that's right. What about the cheese? I mean, what if they're well, taking... Well, in here, too. There's a, There was somebody talking about butter and cheeses and creams. Yeah? I don't know. I don't I didn't get, get into the, the cream. I didn't get that far in the uh, in, in the article. But, um, so, yeah, the bottom line of this story is, is what will they not ban? I mean, if, if you can't, if you can't in your own right... Uh, and privacy of your own barn. Um, drink the milk that comes straight out of your cow. What can you do? Yeah, I mean, what's next? Like you can't you can't eat the apples on an apple tree you grew, or you're telling me if I go out in the backyard, dig a hole, I can't shit in it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we can't we can't sell the corn we grow. That's for, right. Yeah, I mean, exactly. 
You can't eat your own sweet corn. I mean, it's just, it's pandemonium. Yeah. It's pandemonium at this point. Well, guys, that is, we're running way long in minutes and uh, we hope you enjoyed some of these stories. And, um, there, there was actually one more, there was one more, um, there was one more rule in there. I'm going to, this, this is actually from that lunatic farmer guy, but, um, he, uh, he quotes it as says, Aim squarely at herd share, which has been a workaround for raw milk prohibitive states. It also denies a, par- a person who owns a cow or a goat or, parentheses, any hoofed animal the freedom to consume the milk from their own animal. Uh, let's see. What else? I, I just love that deal about the hoofed animal. I mean, like, who do these people think they are? Moses? I mean, <laughs> what's next? They're not going to be able to, you know, uh, fold your blanket on, on the Sabbath? I mean, how <laughs> how religious are these people getting? But um, I just I, that that struck me. It struck a chord with me. But guys, we got to get going. We hope everybody enjoyed this. We'll be back next week with another episode of the Dryland Farmer Podcast. We hope everybody, uh, hopefully, everybody's getting a little time off during this cold, cold uh, part of the year. And um, yeah, so everybody have a great time. And we'll ask you, what side of the line are you on? The Dryland Farmer Podcast brought to you by. PME Commodities. Don't forget, we're in the pit. The Dryland Farmer Podcast, now a member of the Global Ag Network. All rights reserved, 2019.